1: Sal Capaccio, Matt Bovey, it's always game day in Buffalo. Thanks a lot for downloading, subscribing. Check us out wherever you pod, iTunes, Spotify, wherever that may be. Of course, always on the Odyssey app. And Matt, the offense just did not have a very good day. Again, 232 yards of offense. They punted on their first five possessions. They punted seven times overall. This team does not punt very often, but the Jets give them a lot of credit. They have a very, very good defense at, at all levels. They have very good players, but boy, the Bills at sometimes were their own worst enemy They couldn't get anything going.
2: I feel like it's tough because we're watching this from the stadium, but I think there were more commercial breaks than first downs in the first half with these two teams, and it just looked like the Bills were so out of sync. The offensive line was the area, of, to me, that really struggled today. There were too many penalties. There were too many missed assignments. There were too many just times when Josh looked like he was trying to get through his reads, and he didn't have time to even get to his second or his third read. And some of that's on him. Some of that's on the wide receivers. But some of that's also on the offensive line. So I think their struggles today to me, are more about the line than they are about Josh. I think he played a fine game. I don't think this was a great day for Josh Allen, and I certainly don't think it was a bad day for Josh Allen. I think it was just kind of, if this is an average day in the office, you're still a very above-average quarterback in the NFL. There were some plays that he made today that only he can make. It wasn't the best, but I think the offensive line moving forward, that's something that needs to be cleaned up. Way too many penalties against, give them credit, a really good Jets defense, but it just felt like there was... A whole. Most most of the second half, no Quentin Williams, though, either. That's what I mean. And they were still struggling at times. So I think that they've been what we expected, the offensive line this year. I think the left side has been pretty strong, especially Deion Dawkins. I don't think this was Deion Dawkins' best game or anything like that, but I think that he'll bounce back especially coming off of a week where he was injured. I mean, Dion was banged up going into this game. The right side is the area that I'm a bit concerned about, but the ultimate eraser is Josh Allen. And I do think, even though they were very quick to play it off, that it did not matter. I think the weather played more of an impact than anybody was willing to admit after the game because they didn't want to use it as a crutch. But, I mean, you were down there. It seemed like it kind of stunk the entire day
1: weather-wise. It was it was because of the accumulation, the constant uh, nature of the weather. It wasn't just, we didn't get drenched on necessarily, It didn't get poured on. It wasn't like this huge wind event, but what it was, was just all day. You never got a break from it being down there. It wasn't just a cold. It was cold enough. Uh, my feet are feeling it, but it was really just a precipitation all day. It was a wet ball. Um, there were times guys actually slipped a few times. Um, I want to go back to the offensive line. We also have an injury to Ryan Bates. We don't know exactly what his status is going forward. He got hurt on Josh Allen's run, I believe, into the end zone it was the touchdown, I think, mm-hmm. that he got hurt on Ryan. Bates did, so we'll see where that goes going forward. Um, The offensive line overall, yeah, this is a really good defensive line they got after a little bit. Josh Allen, though, first pass of the game, maybe second pass it was, first pass was completed Austin Knox. He has Stefan Diggs open for a big gain. He just throws a heater by him. He was actually one for his first six, I believe it was, if I remember correctly. And then he actually heated up and Josh actually had a really nice run where I think through the middle, late, late second quarter, when they scored through the third quarter, Josh was, I think 13 of 16 in a, 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 at one point, yeah. which was a nice day. He also ran the ball smartly at times. It came to obviously very important yards.
2: I can also think of like five or six drops in this game. And McDermott was very adamant that those were not
1: about the weather. But, I mean, they had to be somewhat impacted. They were very, very noticeable, the drops in critical situations. Isaiah McKenzie, two drops on third down that would have turned into first downs. Yeah,
2: and there was another drop that was negated because of a penalty, that it was a catch that he probably could have made. Now, that was at the end of the game, or excuse me, that was at the end of the first half. It would have stopped the clock. Now, it ultimately doesn't matter because they ended up going down and scoring a touchdown anyway. But also, a lot of people are going to be critical of the decision to throw the ball on first down when they're trying to kill the clock at the end of the game. But Dawson Knox should make that catch. That's right. So I understand that you can be critical of the decision, but it should have worked. And then if he makes that catch, essentially you win the game. So... I can think of a couple Dawson Knox drops. I can think of three. You could say two to probably be conservative. Isaiah McKenzie drops. Then I think there was a drop from Diggs. I think he
1: might have. Was John Brown's a drop too? I think Sauce made a good play in the corner.
2: No, I would say that that was just a really good defensive play by Gardner. I wouldn't necessarily count that as a drop. I think maybe Allen could have led him a little bit more, but it looked like his body was kind of turning in both directions and he didn't know exactly which way the ball was going to come. So, I mean, we're talking about at minimum like five drops in this game and that's a concern but i think that ultimately speaks to josh's day because i think the numbers would be a little bit better if those drops are ultimately just you know brought in and by the way the chiefs just beat the broncos
1: not that we were surprised but we can spend more time on this but i'll tell you of course the chiefs look good right i mean they have a great offense 34 points against that defense that's saying something they also just gave up 28 points to the most anemic offense in the league, by the way. Yeah, and I mean that was with a backup quarterback in the fourth. Well, in in in, in the late late in the game, for sure. But I think it just shows you that this Chiefs. Defense can be scored on, right?
2: Yeah, and I think that the Chiefs are the biggest threat in the AFC, of course. I think the Dolphins are very good. Now, people are going to be listening to this, and the Dolphins will have either beaten the Chargers or maybe they lay an egg. So I don't know what's going to happen in that game. What about the Bengals? But, but that's what my next point was. They put up 23 points against the Browns at home today. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it goes to show you, going back to the whole it's a weird day in the NFL thing, It happens. I mean, I think the Jets' defense is better than the... Brown's defense, that's what I think. So, I mean, 23 points. Burrow was 18 of 33, 239 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. So, yeah, I mean, it's not – I think Joe Burrow is legit, but I think when you're looking at the top three or four teams in the AFC, it's the Bills, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Bengals, however you want to kind of piece them together. And, I mean, so far three of the teams have played in the game, and it hasn't been, you know, blowouts in any of the three teams that they all won – but none of the games were
1: blowouts. Just to go back on the offense here, some of the struggles – Um, The run game was okay today, 4.3 yards a carry. A lot of that was Josh Allen, sometimes, as it always is, uh, usually, as I should say. 24 carries, 102 yards. Devin Singletary actually is very efficient. Eight for 39, he ran for 4.9 yards a carry. And what happens, it's always like that with Devin Singletary. You don't think he had a good game, then you look at the yards per carry. He just didn't get the ball much. I was just surprised they didn't use James Cook more again. He had been getting more involved in the offense. They did actually hand it to Isaiah McKenzie once as well. Um, The Bills, Eric Wood, credit him with this stat. Did you realize, Matt? Through all the Bills' struggles, quote-unquote, running the ball this year, the Bills are the only team in the NFL that's run for 100 yards or more every single game.
2: I did not know that. I wouldn't have even thought that they ran for more than 100 yards in this game until right. I the stat. I mean, Allen led the way with 47 yards, and then Singletary, like you said, he averaged 4.9 yards a carry. So, yeah, they just snuck over 100 yards in this game. I think Josh helps that stat, though, because every game, Josh – Of course has, he does. You know, 20 yards, 30 yards. But I
1: would say, hey, listen – the Eagles have Jalen hurts and the bears have Justin fields and the Braves have Lamar Jackson. They haven't done it. It's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, Josh has also played
2: in every game. I mean, Jalen hurts. Probably. I think Jalen hurts has played in every game too. So I think that the run game, we've talked about this a lot. It's just needs to be good enough to make the bills a little less predictable. And I think in this game, they probably should have leaned on the run a little bit more, but they kind of hit a lull and then they were forcing themselves into third and long positions and then they had to throw and the weather was bad. So it was a little bit more complicated than that. I even said at the end of the game, I want to criticize the bills for being too conservative when they were trying to put the game out, but I don't even think they were that conservative. I think there were penalties that pushed them back into situations that forced them into throwing. And that's ultimately why they weren't able to get those first downs and they had to punt it back to the jets, giving them a chance. So yeah, I think the run game is it's fine. I still think even though Cook got a lot of the workload against the Patriots, I still think they trust Singletary more than anybody else, especially on a day like today when the weather was bad and the ball was wet. I think they're trusting Singletary more than anybody
1: else. I Definitely agree with you on that. One more thing on the offense. Only nine total catches for all the wide receivers combined. Diggs had three, Davis had three, McKenzie had three. Is that concerning to you? No, especially not with Diggs, just
2: because he has had such an unbelievable season. I mean, this is his worst game of the year, and I don't really think it has that much to do with him. I just think it was kind of the game script. He's going against a really good player with Sauce Gardner. I mean, he had, the thing that's concerning is he had 32 yards on one play, and he only had 37 yards. So there was only five yards on those other two plays. You think of the, f- the first drive of the game, Josh misses him on a slant. It looked like that would have been a big gain if he hits him there. So no, I'm not overly concerned with Diggs. As for Gabe Davis, I thought he, I mean, he basically had the same kind of day that Diggs had. He had a nice catch down the sideline. He had a catch that was originally called an incomplete pass, then they counted it as a catch. So I think that that was a nice play. But yeah, no, I'm not overly concerned with any of the receivers. I will say, though, they could use another guy, perhaps named Odell. I think that would help. I think that maybe McKenzie gets too much of the workload. In that you could improve there, but besides, I'm not, this is a long way of saying this, I'm not concerned about Diggs, I'm not concerned about Davis, I think McKenzie, those drops need to be cleaned up, and we've kind of seen it consistently throughout the year, I think he's a nice weapon to have, but I think he's an even better weapon to have,
1: if you don't have to lean on him so much. It's not so much the individuals I'd be concerned about, it's just a game like this where even the Jets got it to their number one wideout enough times to have 70-something yards, you know, in six catches, 70-something yards, and the Bills just weren't able to do that. That's what's concerning me, that the volume of those receivers just maybe should have been more overall for the offense. I'm not concerned about them individually as players. I'm looking at the Jets' stat line. you got Wilson over there, Elijah Moore. Between the two of them, they had 130 yards.
2: I think the one thing that I'm interested in is what does Jamison Crowder's – potential return look like because if that happens jamison crowder was brought here to kind of be the cole beasley replacement and then we went into training camp and isaiah mckenzie was awesome he was making big play after big play and he brought this offense an element that cole beasley maybe didn't it was like okay he's a little bit more explosive he's a little bit younger if he can slide into that cole beasley role this offense could really take off he really has not done that so i think if they're able to get jamison crowder back at some point this season that would give them a nice kind of safety net that josh hasn't Had for most of this year. I mean, Cole Beasley was so great. It's like, okay, you're going into zone. We got the guy to break zone. It's just gonna go get to the first down, stop, dump it off to him. They don't have anybody who can really do that right now. So that's why I think Crowder might be a more important addition than we thought he would be when he got injured, if he
1: is able to come back for the end of the regular season or for the playoffs. All right. So we've talked about two thirds of the game, offense defense. We have to talk about the other third because there were some big plays in the special teams area in this game, and we'll answer some questions.